tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The A to Z of Disease Podcast. Welcome to the A to Z of Disease Podcast with me, Rose Mokonyo. We continue with our discussion on common diseases that affect children and especially during the cold season. Today, we discuss pneumonia. We will get to know what causes it, the symptoms, and its management, and we will be having this discussion with Dr. Perina Mosioka, a pediatrician based in Machakos, who has been very instrumental in this series. She has been a doctor for the past 11 years and three years working with children at her clinic. Um, thank you, Rose, for having me uh, as we discuss pneumonias today. So let's begin by looking at what causes pneumonia. Is it cold? Causes of pneumonia are very many, but cold is not one of them. Cold is just a predisposing factor, but the causes are usually organisms and they are quite diverse. First of all, what is pneumonia? So when we say a patient has pneumonia, we say you have an infection of the lower respiratory tract, meaning now the alveoli, the lower, the lungs now are affected themselves. So it is inflammation of the lung, and when the lung is inflamed, what it means is now this lung is filled with fluid. Lung is supposed to be filled with hair. When it is filled with fluid, now it becomes solid. So the normal function of the lung, which is gaseous exchange, that you breathe in oxygen, which is absorbed in the blood, and you remove carbon dioxide, is not taking place properly. So what causes it? There are very many causes, and we classify them for you to be able to understand. First of all, there is what we call acute pneumonias, and they are the chronic pneumonias. Acute pneumonia is an infection, you get it like within the three to five days, and the causes are different from chronic, where it's an infection which has taken more than two weeks. So causes of acute pneumonias are, they can be bacterial, meaning different bacteria causing the pneumonia, and there are very many. Uh, we have what we call streptococcus pneumonia, we have H. influenza, there are very many, just to mention for uh, just an example, but there are very many. You can be viral, some viruses will cause a uh, Viral, what we call viral pneumonia as well, the uh, influenza viruses, the res respiratory sensitive viruses, all that will give you a, a viral pneumonia. You can also get now what we call fungal pneumonia, but what we realize is fungal pneumonia mostly is usually a chronic form of pneumonia. So you have had the infection for more than two weeks. Things like candida giving that pneumonia, aspergillosis, uh, isoplasmosis, all those, they give what we call chronic pneumonia. And uh, is any of these uh, pathogens, are they the ones that bring the fluid in the lungs? Yes. When you get an infection, anything, be it bacteria, be it virus, when it comes, the body responds to that infection. It is trying to fight. So in that response of the immune, the immune system to the infection, when you see there's inflammation, you'll find fluid comes in, which surely sometimes pass, and they are all coming to fight the infection. They will be swelling so we say we have edema and even you know all that it comes because of the body trying to respond and react to the infection basically so that's how the disease is caused that's why we say now you have a pneumonic process ongoing how will you tell that you have pneumonia um, the person who has pneumonia first of all they will start with what is a cough so they'll be coughing 
it may be just a dry cough. Mostly children will have a dry cough. This one being they are not able to cough out the sputum. And even if it is there, they will swallow it anyway. So it will be seen like a dry cough. The older children from five years to teenagers, they may cough out the sputum because they are able to. Um, fever is very common. And the fever will depend also with the organism causing it. Bacteria will give you a very high fever. Also... Even sometimes viruses can also give you a very high fever. This fungal pneumonia may just be low grade, but you still have the fever. So fever is there for all the conditions. Difficulty in breathing. So difficulty in breathing it means they will breathe faster than usual, or they will even tell that say I'm straining to breathe. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah. So they will have difficulty in breathing. They'll have fever. They'll have cough. And the ones who are able to complain, they'll even say they have chest pain. Can and in some conditions, they can also develop weight loss and poor appetite, especially in things like tuberculosis, because it's a form of chronic pneumonia. Can these symptoms kill a child? Yes. These conditions can kill a child. Pneumonia is a very serious condition and it kills. In anything, it's one of the highest causes of mortality in all the children under five and more so under one year. Reason being, remember we said drugs are very important for gaseous exchange. So the moment they are all filled with fluid and the gaseous exchange is not taking place, it means oxygen levels are not getting into the blood. So you get very low oxygen saturations. And you know we said body requires that oxygen to survive. Yeah. So if that continues, the patient goes into respiratory failure. And even if they get a, they don't get a ventilator, they can die. And even with a ventilator, when the lung is not functioning optimally, you can still lose that patient. So it's actually quite fatal. Mm -hmm. Are the symptoms the same as uh, in, in children as in adults? Yes, they are the same. It's just that children tend to, pneumonia tend to be very serious in children because of, you know, they are very small and they really rely on those lungs to be able to breathe optimally. And again, it is, it, the disease just progresses very fast as compared to the adult. You know, an adult will be able to say, I'm having chest pain, even before they start having difficulty in breathing. If by the time you realize the child is unwell, at that time already has difficulty in breathing, telling you already they are struggling to breathe. So it's, it's just that they are more, the systems are more serious in children than in the adults. Mm -hmm. When we talk about these symptoms, at what point will the parent now know that this is the time to go to the hospital? If you notice your child is having a cough, you look at your child and you notice they are, they are breathing very fast or the lower part of the chest is going in, meaning they are struggling to breathe. Others, and the fever is also very high. Others will also notice that they are not even able to do what they are supposed to be able to do normally. Like you find a child is just, you know, sleeping, drowsy, quite lethargic. Some are very irritable or restless. Or if you realize that your child, even the lips are turning blue, you know that child is becoming very sick. Or even... They are not able to breastfeed. We all those we call them danger signs. And that is a patient you need to bring to the hospital as soon as possible for assessment and uh, you'll manage accordingly. Because when you come, your doctor will be able to classify the pneumonia according to the severity. And then the management will depend with the, how severe it is. There are some words that it's not very serious. We just manage with antibiotics. They go home. When the oxygen situations are very low and they look very sick, those most likely they will get and to get intravenous antibiotics and also to get oxygen supplementation. Mm -hmm. The A to Z of disease podcast. For a while, people have been thinking that pneumonia is a sign of another disease. Is this the case? No. Pneumonia is actually a disease on its own. What is there is you can have pneumonia with very many other conditions as well. You may find one bacteria can cause pneumonia, but can also cause meningitis. So it is very possible you find this child came with pneumonia, but also on further assessment, all oh, this child also has 
meningitis. So it's not a symptom. Actually, it's a disease on its own. But one child can have also many, you know, many organ systems affected at the same time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how is pneumonia related to COVID-19 and any other coronavirus? Okay. You remember we said that causes of pneumonia can be viral or, or bacterial or fungal. So coronavirus is one of those viruses which can cause you viral pneumonia. And just the same way we said, you remember in COVID-19, it's the same thing. This patient will have difficulty in breathing, the oxygen saturations will be low, they'll have fever, they'll be struggling to breathe, all because of how we have explained that the lungs, instead of being full of hair, they're full of fluid and the gaseous stage is not taking place. So it's just one of the viruses giving you a viral pneumonia. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when the patients or when the children come to the hospital now, how are they managed? Remember we said these patients, uh, they will present with different uh, symptoms. Eh? So when they come, we assess these patients according to how they present. So if a patient just comes and the only thing they have is fever, cough, and maybe running nose, and they're only breathing slightly faster than usual, that one we just can classify it, just pneumonia. That one most likely, depending on the organisms the doctor thinks are causing the pneumonia, then will be put on maybe antibiotic, it is bacterial, and uh, maybe a, a drug for, for controlling the fever, and they go home. And they are the ones who, again, who will come, who, apart from having those symptoms now, they have more serious things like this baby is not able to feed or to breastfeed. This baby has blue lips, what we call cyanosis. This baby has what we call lower chest to introing. The chest is going in as they are breathing. Or they have very fast breathing. This patient, when you do the oxygen saturation, they are below 90. That patient will classify them for having severe pneumonia. So that one is gets admitted. We need oxygen supplementation and also we need antibiotics considering which bacteria could be causing the same or which organisms are causing that. So we'll be managed according to the, the cause of the infection. Mm -hmm. Yes, and of course we continue to feed those patients even when they're in the ward. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there a chance that pneumonia will recur after the treatment? Pneumonia can recur as many times as possible because remember these organisms are circulating in the hair. These organisms are actually, most of them are stalled on the nostrils of different people. Some people we call them carriers. So that person just needs to cough or sneeze and they can very easily pass that organism to another person. So it's very possible you will have pneumonia today, you get well, tomorrow you meet another person who has another organism, gives you, because there are so many organisms which can give you pneumonia. So it can recur with different causes, or even the same pneumonia can also recur, depending if you are treated properly or if your immunity is low because you can keep on getting current infections if your body is not able to fight them organisms properly. Mm -hmm. yes. Is there a vaccine that can prevent pneumonia? And uh, apart from that, how can we prevent this, this disease among children? Okay, I'll start with the first one. Uh, that's a very important question. It's because since we started vaccinating, it has really changed. Uh, the Kenyan government, as part of the uh, KP schedule, has introduced vaccines. So we have different vaccines, but the most important ones are two. The vaccines we give to our children, uh, there are some of those vaccines which actually prevent pneumonia. And some of them are what we call pneumococcal vaccine. It's a new vaccine which was introduced recently by the government. It has been very important in preventing pneumonias in children and even meningitis. There's the other one we call uh, uh, H-influenza type B, 
also preventing the hemophilus, uh, hemophilus pneumonia and it's also a very bad cause of pneumonia. It was causing very bad pneumonia in children. And since introduction of those vaccines, we have seen the case of pneumonia in the, even in the wards, they have dramatically come down. So we say vaccines actually make a big difference. Please make sure your children get all those vaccines they actually help even the part of what we call dtp we have the pertussis uh, vaccine also it also prevents the whooping cough which also causes one of the pneumonias we call them the pertussis pneumonia so the vaccines have been very helpful in prevention of pneumonia the other way you can prevent pneumonias is first of all and wash it as we had said previously number two avoid crowded areas Number three, have your house which is well ventilated. If it is in the institution, for example, in schools, let's make sure the windows are open, they space very well so that they are not overcrowding the classrooms. That way they will not pass from one child to the other. And the other thing is make sure your child is well, it's good nutritionally, like well fed and nutrition is good because a child who has good nutrition is able to fight any infection which comes. And number three, let's avoid smoke in all areas. Smoke in children have been shown to contribute to making children be getting these respiratory infections uh, quite commonly. And that we said that includes even the firewood smoke. So if we can prevent that, we'll be preventing pneumonias, ear infection, and even throat infections as well. Thank you, Dr. Ari, for taking us through this uh, discussion. There's so much that I've learned today, and I'm sure so many people have benefited. And on our next episode, we continue to discuss more on these diseases that affect children on the A to Z of Disease podcast. With me, Rose Mokonyo. The A to Z of Disease podcast. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.